Now, as much as I hate to interrupt this episode, I wanted to let you know that if you're looking to improve your life, business, or relationships, then you should check out the Grounded Store. On there, you'll find biblically inspired books, journals, and other resources that God has given me over time to empower his people to live the lives that he intended for them to live. If you're interested and want to check these books out, you can do so by going to thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. Once again, that is thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. And you will even check a link in the description that will take you right there to see these things that God has given us. Now, we got that out the way. Let's get back to the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Grounded, where you get real life topics from a biblical perspective. My name is Brian Boyd. Today's topic is where you belong. And everyone, I praise you on an amazing week. And before we dive into this episode, please be sure to like and follow the Grounded Podcast, every platform you have to be listening on. And with that being said, let's talk about belonging. And everyone, I try to record this episode so many times, but to be honest, none of them really turned out the way that I hope they did. I would always end up going off a topic because to be real, this is a topic that has a lot to talk about. It's a lot that's in this. And to be honest, this is going to be one of those episodes I'm just going to freestyle at night, all right? So I may use my notes, but most of this is going to come straight from the heart, all right? And to talk about this, the back in verse, it's going to be Matthew chapter 22, verse 14. And it reads, for many are called, but few are chosen. And when Jesus talked about this particular verse, he had gave the parable beforehand about a man being in the banquet. And the synopsis of the story is that a king was preparing a wedding for his son. And when everything had got done, the king had went, told his servants to go out and to bring in all of the people that he invited. Now, in the midst of that, and just like it is oftentimes and where you invite people to events, most of these people did not show up, all right, because they had other things to do or they just simply weren't interested with coming to, to the wedding to celebrate the king and his son. So the king got angry, long story short, and he sent his servants out to go and get everyone that they could find in the streets, all right? And now the wedding went from being, you know, unused and empty to being filled with people each and everywhere because they already had the venue. They had everything prepared. So they might as well use that stuff for a good cause. And now the wedding is full. The people are around. Everyone is in there. And the king is walking through, you know, mixing and mingling with the people. And then all of a sudden he looks over and he sees a man who's not dressed in wedding attire, all right? Now, the Bible doesn't describe what he had on, but it's very clear in saying that he didn't have on the stuff that you would have on if you go to a wedding, all right? And when this happened, the king had walked up to him and he asked him, how did you get into this wedding without having on the proper clothes? And in response, the man didn't say anything at all. And to cut that story off, the king had told his servants, to throw the man outside of the wedding because he came to the wedding not dressed for the occasion. When you look at this story, though, the major theme of it is the fact that we can't stay in places that we don't belong, all right? And that could be different people in different areas of life. You know, what I use in ministry before is the example of a pastor because there are some people that desire to be pastors and then there were people that were truly called to be pastors. And you'll be able to tell the difference because the people that are truly called to be pastors, 
they don't just come to church, they don't just preach the sermons, but they're invested in the, in the will and the hearts and the minds of the people. They want to see their people do good. They want to see their people be prosperous in their lives, not just spiritually, but mentally, physically, and financially. They want the best for the people that God has entrusted them to them, as opposed to a person who just wants the title and the position. They want to be exalted by the people that are in the church. They want to be well off while the other people are struggling. They want to be the people that receive all of the notoriety, all the respect, all of the credit. And then when things go wrong, they remove themselves and blame the people. And you can see this while it is very candid. And while I don't talk about stuff like this, you know, this is something that's that's in the reality of the world. And you even see that in different areas of life. You know, for those you can attest to this, if you've had the boss and you've had a leader, because you'll know that a boss is somebody, they may have the title and the power, but they don't have the respect that comes with being a leader. And that's what separates the two, because you understand that at the end of the day, the leader is somebody who truly wants the best for you. They're going to empower you in every way that they can to help you achieve the goals that you're after. They're going to be the people that are going to sit with you. They're going to recommend things to you. They're going to give you strategies and they're going to give you all of the resources capable in order for you to achieve the stuff that you do. They listen to your concerns. They listen to, you know, your strengths and your weaknesses, and they try their best once again to make sure that you can do what you're supposed to do. And that's ultimately what a leader is for. And even when you look in the Bible, that's what Jesus said. You know, he said to let the greatest among you be the least and the servant of all, because the height of leadership is being able to serve other people. It's not you being at the top, but it's it's you being at the bottom and pushing people up towards the top. And that's truly what it means about how many are called and few are chosen, because you may have the opportunities. You may be presented with these things and these positions at these places, but the reality of it is, is that you're not meant to serve in those spaces. And if you are, if you're not, there's nothing wrong with that. Because if you're not supposed to be in that space, then you have to find out what it is that you're ultimately supposed to do. So for instance, I may not be a motivational speaker, but I may be somebody that helps empower the motivational speaker. I may be the person that put the presentations and stuff together. I may put their programs together. I may do their marketing. Now, that doesn't make me any less than the person that gets out there and speaks, but it just speaks to the fact of, you know, they have their role, which is talking to the masses and motivating them and pushing them to be who they want to be. And then I'm on the person in the back end. I help give them the resources that allows them to do all of those things. And it's the same thing with everything else in life. You may not have what you would call the spotlight position. You may not always get the notoriety up front. You may not always be the face of everything, but understand and be assured that your job is just as important as everyone else's. All right. And if some cases your job is more important than the person that's actually at the face, because there's so much that goes into them doing their jobs. All right. A doctor may be effective, but a doctor still needs nurses. You know, a lawyer may be great at what they do when they present the case, but they always have a paralegal behind them that's helped getting this information, that's helped doing all of the search, they're doing all of the legwork and, and empowering the lawyer to do their job. And it comes to each and every phase of their life. You know, the lawyer knows what they're good at and the lawyer operates in that. And the paralegal know what they're good at and they operate in that. And then I guess if you want to take it even further, you could even go back to the example of the story. You know, the man had came to the wedding, 
you know, that was the opportunity he was given, but he stuck out like a sore thumb because he wasn't supposed to be in that situation. And the reality of that too is that oftentimes in life, we will take opportunities that may sound good on the outside. They may give us the security that we think we need. They may give us the wealth that we need. They may even give us the, the power that we're looking for. But if we're in those positions and we try to operate in them, just like everyone else around us, we're going to stick out like a sore tongue. We're not going to look like we belong. And honestly, because we know that we're not supposed to take those things, if we know that we're not going to truly invest ourselves in those things, we're always going to finish that race half caught. All right. We're only going to do as much as we need to do in order to get done. We're not going to put our all into these things. We're not going to do all of the passion, all of the hours and late nights of studying to get prepared for this stuff in order to operate in those positions. And when we do that, we not only cheat the people that are in that situation, but we cheat ourselves because we're denying what we could really be doing and how effective we could truly be in the world itself. And that's something that comes back once again with identity and knowing what, where and where you belong. Because when you identify who you are, you identify what you truly want to do. It helps keep you focused and it helps keep you steadfast in everything that you're doing. It aligns you with a certain goal and a certain destination. And when these opportunities come, you can put them out of the forefront of your mind. You can knock them out of your way because you know that those things will only be a detriment to you and they will only rob you of the authenticity that you're currently walking in. So I guess if you're one of those people, and I guess to sum this up tonight, you know, whatever you do in life, at the end of the day, you got to know what it is that you want to do. And you got to operate in that thing 100%. Because if you don't, once again, you're only robbing yourself of your true potential. You're only robbing yourself of what you can really do. Yes, you may have the ability to speak. Yes, you may be a great teacher. Yes, you may be a great photographer. But if you don't identify what you're supposed to do with the gifts and stuff that you have, then you're always going to live a, a settled life. You're always going to live a comfortable life. You're not going to live the life of true fulfillment that you know that you can live. And I can even use my personal life, for example, because there were so many years, y'all, as, as introverted as I am at times, you know, there's so much time that I want to get on here and speak about stuff like this, talk about the Bible, talk about life, and to just be engaged with other people. But for so many years, I robbed myself of that because I thought that I was a person that, that best operated in, in the behind the scenes. I best operated, you know, helping other people be the way that they were supposed to be. And it wasn't until God had, had called me and placed this on my heart and pushed me to do this that I actually got out here and did this thing. And it's working out perfectly. You know, I love getting on here. And to be honest with you, I can't imagine or even remember what my life was like before I even started doing all of this. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, it's always good to, to be in the spotlight because it's not everyone's face. And to be honest with you, even though I get on here and do this every Monday, I don't always think I'm capable of doing this stuff. I don't always want to get out here, but I know that this is the desire that God has placed on my heart to do. And if I don't do this, then I'm robbing myself of the joy that I can get from this. And you have to understand at each and every step that you do in life, you have to do the stuff that makes you happy. You have to do the stuff that brings you joy. You have to do those things constantly because if you don't, 
you're only robbing yourself of the life that you can have. If you're in a space and you're on a job that you hate, then you have to take steps to get out of that place. If you're in the situation or relationship or you're in an environment that you know you're not supposed to be in, you know that that environment is robbing you and you quite frankly just don't fit an environment, you don't fit the culture, you don't fit the ideas or the mindsets associated, and quite frankly, you don't fit the circumstances of where you're at, then you have to take steps to get out of those places because those places do not serve you any good. Those places won't be good for you. And as long as you're in those situations, they're going to drain you of the energy that you have. So you have to get out of those situations. All right. No matter what, no matter the cost. All right. Get out of those things. All right. And even Speaking from a spiritual perspective, there have been so many times where I've got stuck in situations that I should not have been in, and God always sent something in the way to get me out of that, all right? If I was on the job that I did not like, God would always send something that would push me to go and find another job, all right? And I knew it was him <laughs> because of the way the circumstances are, and those are truly stories for another day, but I'm telling you, like, no matter where you're at, if you're supposed to leave, something is going to happen. Something is going to push you out of the space that you're in. So if you're in that space right now, you understand that you're in that space. Know and take action on getting out of that space because you don't want to wait too late. You don't want to get to a point to where it's now you have to jump. You know, get through the space right now so that you can leave on your own terms, so that you can go, you know, in the most positive and comfortable way possible because I'm telling you, if you try to stay in places that you're not supposed to be in and you do this over a long period of time and you end up overstaying, then it, ha. Huh. <laughs> That's all I can say is just, ha. Huh. Because, man, it, it can end up being bad. It could be, it could be nasty how this stuff ends. But what I'm saying here is at the end of the day, you know, be authentically yourself in each and every point in turn. You know, line up your words, your thoughts, your actions, and everything that you do with the person that you know you're supposed to be. Because when you do, you can fully operate in the life that God has given you and you can live at 100%. You can wake up every morning in expectation. You can wake up excited to see another day and you can go to bed, you know, waiting for the next morning to come, knowing that you spent your entire day doing what it is you love to do and that you get to relive a new day doing the same thing, all right? But reality and regardless of all of that, I pray that you all got something out of this message because like I said, I kind of went all over the place. I'm sure I did, but you know, if it helped out in any way, please, uh, please let me know, you know, like and share the video, do all of that. And then of course, if you have any questions, comments, maybe you've been in this situation before, you can email me at brian at thegroundedpodcast.com. Or if you follow me on social media, just send me a DM or, or I am, all right? Let me know what you thought about it as well. But anyway, with that being said, I love each and every one of you. Y'all take care. Be blessed. And I will see y'all next week. All right. My name is Brian Boyd. I'll sign it off. Peace. Hey, everyone. Brian here once again. Thank you so much for tuning in to Grounded. If these messages have been a blessing to you, please consider donating at thegroundedpodcast.com slash donate. Furthermore, if you're looking for books and journals and other resources that will help improve your life, business, and relationships, please be sure to check those out at thegroundedpodcast.com slash store. As always, it's been a blessing. I truly love each and every one of you, and I truly hope to see you all once again very soon. All right.